morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. I've got a nose full of water. I've been for my ocean swim already. It's one of those perfect, windless, magnificent Bondi mornings. Here today we've probably got, I don't know, there's a group in front of me, a hundred swimmers in a group. Um, there's 30 or 40 people practicing their ocean skis. But there's a couple of hundred people having an early morning dip and it's just turned 6am. <laughs> what a beautiful place to be. Uh, there's, as I said, not a breath of wind. The ocean's calmed down, but there's a tiny trickle of a wave, which is just fun. So, today I wrote a rather intense, I've got to say, blog uh, about self-harm. You know, one of the most beautiful things about the journey of my life has been the ability to help people to live really good lives and the, the fact of the matter is I'm not a, necessarily the guru on how to live a good life but I certainly am the guru on how not to live a bad one and what I am working with most of the time is habits people have formed that ruin, ruin the chances of them ever getting what they ask for in life, ruin. I'm not talking about spoil or contaminate or get a little bit disappointed in, I'm talking about ruin. They live with mind-numbing stress. They have worries. And yet, the same people who have the most trouble have the most fun. And there's a correlation. And that is that when we live guided by how we feel, can get run over by a truck. Bondi rescue truck's going to run me down if I'm not careful. Uh, when we live by how we feel, we, we pursue happiness. And when we pursue happiness, we start chasing our tail. And the very people who have the most fun, you know, I call it fun, meaning ha-ha uh, fun. I mean, too many beers at night or people who think the outcome of their life will be a fun outcome. The same people have the most trouble and if they're lucky they just thread the needle with getting to the end of their journey but they never really get what they want they're always just falling short and itself it's called self-harm because many of the things we do when fun becomes the ambition are not necessarily many of the things we do if we wanted to get what we want. 
we wanted to make it happen so to speak in life what I've come to realize from coaching people is small things matter much more than big things and people sweat the small stuff they worry about little things and don't worry about big things but small things matter and what I mean by that is if you have a big aim or something you want in life it's the little things you do that spoil it a few of them I mentioned on the blog it was a hard article to write because you don't want to be negative to people just turn my watch off there you go that's all saved uh, many of the little things and I don't want to be negative about it but for example I meet people with around the world with incredible potential who worry now if there's ever a disease that causes the worst possible outcome it's worry worry especially worry that's brought home when you bring selfishly we bring worry into our relationship and we start talking to our partner significant other about things that worry us we're basically saying I want cheap counsel I want the cheapest possible counsel therapy coaching uh, instead of choosing a person of equal knowledge in the field of which you're worried about we choose someone typically of less and the mission becomes in a sense to bamboozle them with with conversation until they enable us to continue to worry it's very selfish in a way but it's worse it's self-harming firstly we say we want a great relationship but if we bring worry into that relationship we're harming the thing we ver the very thing we want that doesn't work the second thing about it this is that we harm the other person because our worries instead of being resolved which is easy become fodder for other people and so we start stuffing not only self-harming ourselves but we self-harm others another great one is anger getting angry it has so many different ways to be expressed so many different ways it can be uh, experienced but we say we want something and then we get angry but anger sabotages everything we want it hurts our body shortens our life shortens our relationships shortens the tenure of our work anger is really a shitty thing and yet 
we validate it in some way saying we're justified we're justified in being angry about something because it didn't meet our expectation I'm not sure all of these mechanisms of behavior are designed by the individual with the realization about how much negative self-harm they do and I think one as I said one of the things I've noticed traveling around the world is not so much helping people teaching people what a good life looks like it's helping them realize how much self-harm they're doing with the habits that they think are validated by normal they say oh, everybody else does it or this is my default this is my normal and I go it doesn't mean it's good <laughs> it doesn't if, if it and I ask people what is the metric of behaviors that will lead to helping you get what you want in life and the metric is love there's only one metric there's only one thing are you doing what you love are you loving what you do are you do you feel love for yourself do you feel love for the people around you, you feel love for the world if that's the case then the mindset the behavior and the things that you're doing will probably be causing you to achieve the things you want in life but if not if they are fear anxiety worry uh, nervousness stress these are all self-harming thoughts that can be easily changed easily but for most cases are justified because they deserve to be angry about it or because they didn't do what I want or because 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 justified it's so funny I've been walking along the beach and I could smell cigarette smoke and I thought nobody smokes on the beach that's just not possible but of course he's a supermodel down there getting their photo taken having a cigarette in between shoots and it's just disgusting the whole beach I could smell that <laughs> hilarious so love it's hard to say in a corporate context isn't it what's in my heart today do I feel love in my heart today do I feel love is my heart open or is it closed well closed is going to destroy self-harm everything you put your mind to and so I guess the question you might have is what does an open heart feel like well you know it 
you know what an open heart feels like. It feels like the feeling you have when you see a beautiful, beautiful animal in the wild. And you see a kangaroo and you see people enjoying life. When you see something really beautiful like a morning sunrise or the tranquility of a pine forest. The signals of an open heart are nature, natural. You don't have to be taught what an open heart feels like. And you don't have to be told what a closed heart feels like because it's everything else. And a closed heart brings upon us self-harm, destroys the things we want. This is Chris. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.